Welcome to the Rustin Project, broadcasting from beautiful Golden Ox Tower, <laughs> hosted by John Bruton. Hey, everybody. Hey, John. I was like, you already started already? <laughs> I was just getting a little rush. I mean, if you do the clap, clap. Well, no, nah, I lost it. You were, uh, you don't like the new trends. What's that? I don't know. I'm in like kind of a good mood, so it's hard for me to think of things to complain about. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm always there. <laughs> I guess part of it. Uh, stock update: I broke even. I I made money on GameStop, but then I lost money on AMC. Mm. And uh, yeah, just where I started, but it was a good experience. <laughs> what do you use? I, I well I got into Robinhood because that's what everybody was doing, and then they turned it off so that you couldn't uh, make any money. So then uh, I guess Fidelity is also pretty good. But then once it was all over, I was like, well, maybe I should actually get into some stocks. So I I bought ones that were like long term plays. So I got into like the S and P index fund, and uh, Nike just came out with those new. Uh, uh, they're like slip-in shoes for like pregnant and disabled people, so that you huh. don't, you don't have to tie them. Um, they've been doing that. Like, uh, who was it? Balenciaga did that when they made it fashionable, and Rihanna had a shoe. Yeah, where she but had they no look laces. pretty cool. So they're they're so they, yeah, those are long plays. Trying to get a little diversified, you know. I mean, I thought like we just had this conversation before we started. Uh, the trends. Yeah, I'm not a fan of. Everybody trying to like this American dream thing has gotten to telephone status because <laughs> now you don't even know what the American dream is. It's to be a billionaire. That's, that's, that's the thing, though. Some people more money won't change anything about your life. Like you won't become better or worse with more money at certain points. It's true. You're not going to experience more. Like you're going to get money and probably do the same things. You're not going to really travel the world or give people jobs. You're not going to create anything. You're just going to consume. Well, you're living the American dream by consuming. Everybody's not going to be a millionaire because some people, the millionaires don't need more people. They don't. <laughs> like some consumers are just going to be, their mindset's consumer. That's why it's like that because like stocks is cool, but there's, there's a lot of guys who, there are a lot of courses and a lot of training and a lot of inside stuff to learn to become oh, brokers. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, most of the people who, like the whole GameStop thing was mostly rich people trying to fuck over extremely rich people. Mm-hmm. Trying, and then they got enough of a hype train of regular people who end up holding the bag. Yeah, a guy who has fifty thousand he can blow yeah. or fuck around with is trying to get back at a guy who has five hundred million to fuck with. Yeah, so. He might only make three hundred thousand a year, but he knows guys who have seven million. Yeah. So he wants to stick it to the. I mean, this was about billionaires. This was yeah, about thousandaires sticking it to billionaires. What I'm saying, like know, the, yeah. the the guy making three hundred thousand base. Yeah. He's not. It's a quarter of a million to a poor, but I mean, it's still and, the money. And there it's were people the who bought, you know, like a modest amount. Like they put, they bought like seven hundred thousand dollars worth of GameStop, but that was, and then they made thirteen million, and then and in the process bankrupted a billionaire. Mm-hmm. But that's not regular people. And when everybody tries to hop on that, oh, it's, it's money. Line, I was on Clubhouse is a new trend everybody's on. It's just chat line yeah. where you just talk. No retained information. So you just say shit and somebody hears it at their moment. It's like tweets but verbal. So they're even faster. 
and a guy was up there talking about the millions of dollars and the bag and all this other <laughs> goofy, trendy shit to say about money. But it's like, did you really? Well, <laughs> That's my like, like, you did know, you really like, lose this money, sir? And people were playing, you know, you should never put your life savings. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's like, it's not even blackjack. You have better odds in blackjack, you know? You're better uh, off taking your money and putting it all sidebar, yeah, or whatever you call it. Interject, uh huh. People Tangent. who don't even have life savings are the ones talking about this money. It's like that's the part where yeah. they're forgetting that this American, this American dream shit is not. Well, one that's but that's thing. actually I disagree. I think that is the American dream. The idea that you could get rich quick is the American dream. That's lottery, but you're not getting rich by picking the right numbers. You're getting rich by doing something in a system that you have no idea what, how it works. I mean, that's that's basically the lottery. In lottery, you know, the in the end result is these numbers I picked are on that screen. I win money. Yeah. With the, with the stock market, you don't know when it's up, when it's down, when it's that's supposed true. to be. You have to know things about the market and... It's a lot. The company you're buying no, into. Well, no, that's the fundamentals, which I don't, I, that's, that's bullshit. I think, but I do think it's more like, it's a lottery where you have to know what, what you're picking. It's, where it's like, a, instead of just, because you're not picking random stocks like you would exactly. with random numbers. Exactly. So it's not the same thing. I'm saying a lottery is, oh my God, I won a contest. No, it's more like a casino. Yes, yeah, that's why I say it's like blackjack or roulette. Or like even that's poker. Not, you yeah. think you had a good hand and you realize it's not the best hand, so no, you lost. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. Like people get involved. But it's with still this. luck. It's still luck is a major. Yeah, because you're trying to cut corners or yeah. whatever you want to call it. You're trying to make money when everybody else is. Like you're just trying to get in on it. No, I mean the stock market is for rich people to get richer. It's not for regular people to get rich. That's but people don't understand that. Yeah, they're dreaming of what this America should be like for them. But hopefully. Maybe this whole crazy thing gets some more people to see that. Probably well, not, but they've gave it everything every year. There's, there's always a movie that tells us be weary of this shit. Mm-hmm. From Gordon Gecko, yeah, to Boiler Room, which was a decent one. It wasn't as big, but it was the same idea. I, you know, I watched Wolf Boiler Wall. Room, and boy, I don't remember a goddamn thing from that movie. Uh, I mean, I saw it. Ben Affleck's in it. I know. Vin Diesel. There's a Nia fast Long. car. I remember there's a... Vaguely. Like, yeah. this is one guy. He has a car, but he's 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 unlikable. And I he saw has that whole comments. movie, and I don't remember it. And that, I, and I think I probably saw it before I even was drinking. So I had it on just, DVD. Was, maybe I... You know what? Maybe I watched it with a girl. Ah, well... It was like a make-out background movie. <laughs> but, the, you know, case in point, everybody has these movies warning you about the quick scam that these yeah. guys are doing. I mean, there's so that Simpsons not, line where it's like... I know a lot of my get rich, get rich quick schemes haven't worked before, but I know I'm going to get rich with this scheme and quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I get what people are trying to do, but say but you, you know, get that I, money. But right? I also, well, I just, before, yeah, I, you know, I understand because people don't get rich with hard work, you no, know? And no, you so don't. it's like, so the, the, it's a lot more sexy to think you could get rich quick or lose big than, uh, you know, spend 30 years at a dead-end job. Well, I mean, but that's because it's a dream. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fantasy. Yeah, like the dream part is that you think that it's supposed to be convenient for you. Some people don't realize they're just a cog. You're just a part. You're just a body I catch. Yeah. Like you, you're the part I eat. Like you were born to be my food. Like that's, people don't want to ever think they're prey. That's true. Everyone th- wants to think that they're a wolf. Yep. I'm going I'm to go out there and I'm going to do my thing. 
for what? For me to pay you attention as the <laughs> as the head of the situation? You know, it's funny too because we've talked a lot about like how talent isn't even really a major factor in success. You know, like we know you and me. We're there's plenty Unless. of people out there who. Unless. Are, well, I'm just I'm just saying it's still talent is a factor. It's a multiplier. You know, like but luck is more important. Oh, okay. knowing the right people is m- more important. Being in the right skill. place in the right time. That's also skill, like skill versus talent. And, um, but uh, there's still t- random chance, you know? Like yeah. it doesn't matter how hard you work in a certain sense because uh, uh, you can work really hard and nobody sees it or appreciates it or you're not in the right place. You're not undeniable, so you're not that good either. Well, I don't think, you know, success and whether or not you're good are not necessarily related. I doubt. I don't believe that because you think of it like because success okay, in the so, marketplace means saleable, and just because something is good well, doesn't not mean people. you can sell it. That's not people. That's product strictly. It's not personality based or anything. A product is not really. I mean, be, financial success in this in this, in that sense. Okay, so if somebody, what as far as just what, in general, like you can be a very talented artist, okay, and not make millions of dollars. Yes, not make thousands of dollars. Yeah. That's the whole. That's why the whole art starving artist is a real thing. But artists don't have a real ranking because it's so emotional. It's so uh, sub- isn't it? What's one? Subjective. I, subjective. That it's hard to say they suck and that's the best ever because it's never the best ever or the worst. It's always like I don't feel that one. This one I do, and somebody else is dis- you know, disagrees. Yeah, it's, that's his purpose though. Yeah. When it comes to like we had a conversation about Jay Z and Beyonce about his skill is business. So he learned how to keep himself relevant doing things that's going to make him money. Yeah. Hers is purely talent. Uh, not purely like she's only this, but as far as she's more talent, he's more skill and her talent makes just as much as his skill. And it's like well, and together, you know, as I'm saying together, they're like yeah. they don't compete, but as far as like with their, their strong suits, if they had a chart, not a versus, but just a chart yeah, of yeah. what they have. His talent, I mean, his skill is things he learned along the way. Hers is a talent. Well, and, you know, it's also clear that, you know, they're stronger together. I mean, yeah, that's most people. Yeah. Well, not everyone. I don't know, not everyone, but I think most, most I, relationships. I, mean, I, I don't mean as a relationship. There. I mean as business partners, you know? Like, I think she's more successful with him and he's more successful with her. That's, new, I, that's what I was talking about, too. It's a black thing now I don't like. <laughs> it's so much goddamn pressure to have to be the next big thing. Oh yeah, you can't just be a regular person anymore. You gotta be a power couple. I mean, it's, I'm not trying to get a whole fuck social media. Well, John, type you and I are a power couple. Everybody is. I think. <laughs> like, I think it's, it just bothers me that you can't just be two people in love. You have to be comparable to the richest, yeah, black people we are ever going to see. Type thing. What did I say? I'm the. Uh, I'm the. Uh, Rick Rubin to your, uh, uh, it's not Master P. Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons. I'm the Rick Rubin to your Russell Simmons. You know, I like that because before when I was younger, I would always like, I was being shocked that somebody didn't know who these people were mm-hmm. because it was my world only. Yeah. And now that I'm older and I realize that shit, I hear people talk about things that I had no idea were relevant to those people. I, mean, I used to be that way. Like Megan the Stallion's a rapper. I'm pretty sure you know that, but people yeah. all don't know her name. She's not a household name yet. Yeah. To us, because she's not in our household. Yeah. But to these, these younger people, she, her breakup recently, she got shot in the foot or both feet or something. Yeah. And, you know, I, it didn't make it to my news when it came to like, what was going to happen with that relationship and how that, that incident happened, ended or whatever. But I'm like, people have quotes from Is that him. Trey songs? No, nah, it's Tory Lane. Okay. Which I don't know any of his songs yeah. either. I mean, Trey songs is, 
is now back out here on fucking Twitter doing whatever. But <laughs> it, the, the the relationship is so important to some people. Yeah. But to me, I don't really give a fuck. So I'm like, when you say Rick Rubin, I'm like, I totally had that same energy. Like when I was younger, I was like, well, you ain't paying attention to, to us, yeah. our culture. It's like, no, it ain't a culture, man. It's oh, really, haven't you heard of deaf? It's Jam pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know anything about Taylor Swift besides you. she's supposed to be famous. Yeah. Like they tell me she's famous. That's, yeah. all, that's how I feel about Taylor Swift. I don't I know, know that one she's, song I know for that real. She's that's six a, feet tall. I don't even know that about her. <laughs> I know she's supposed to be some country bumpkin, but the girl been famous since she was 12. So how, how country was she? She's like a, she took the Miley Cyrus model and made it Katy Perry. Yeah, because she dated a couple dudes I like. Not like, you know, that sounds funny to say it like that out loud. Hey, man, my, John, you be you. In my homophobic way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, whatever. But, you know, just in case you are kind of homophobic, you're like, damn, I just said I like a man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, she dated a couple dudes I, I like as fans. And then, you know, whatever she's famous for, her and Kanye, she beat Beyonce <laughs> for a, a video that I'm like, I don't think that the video was really better. I didn't even see it. But I just don't think that her video was better than Beyonce's. Sure. Beyonce was changing colors and it was like the CGI and lighting. It was, it was, it was so simple. I don't think I even saw the video that Taylor Swift won that. Exactly. For. Cause she doesn't do shit. You really, you don't sit on her fans. Don't watch videos. <laughs> they TikTok. Yeah. Like she's actually older than her fans. Now she Justin Bieber without us paying attention. Mm-hmm. Cause Justin got to get older too. Now, now he got to, <laughs> he got to be a grown man. And say, oh, I'm sorry. I should. I was wild when I was younger. It's like, do you have to apologize though? Because, I mean, black people don't mind. <laughs> like, we don't mind your your foolish shit. We think it's hilarious. He has had a he hasn't had a scandal of race involved. It's not that it's not that he doesn't have to. I like that he wants to. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, he's, he's growing up and still want to be uh, famous enough without being a joke. But Taylor Swift can literally just be. I'm silly white girl. Hey, like she just, that's all she is to me. I it's true. Her. She is. She was eating ice cream in a credit card commercial or some shit. And the white girls next to her looked up and like, oh my God, that's Taylor Swift. I'm like, she's not She's Beyonce. the Coke to Kylie Jenner's Pepsi. Like you Beyonce know? would never sit down and have you not notice her. Like the fact Taylor Swift's been sitting there eating ice cream and you just noticed it when you looked up shows that nigga, her fans are trash. <laughs> she's been in the goddamn room ordering ice cream. Nobody said nothing. She just walked by. It's true. It's true. We don't see Beyonce anywhere. It's always somebody buying shit. We Taylor don't know if Swift she is like porn star famous, which is like if you saw her, you'd be like, "Huh, she looks familiar." Man, <laughs> yeah, I, I like porn, nigga. That's my next name of whatever I do next. Porn star famous. Porn star famous. Awesome. Hey, man, you look familiar. I've seen you do work. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know your work, but damn it, I've seen you do it. Oh, I love that porn star famous. Oh, man, I got to fucking make sure that doesn't get taken. Attainable. Yeah, you better register that now. Hashtag <laughs> TMCR. Just drop it now and say it's coming soon. <laughs> when I fix it, when I write it, <laughs> just give me a couple. Give me three months to write 20 minutes. That's going to be worth it. <laughs> Speaking Porn of, you got that. You got uh, a special out now. Something like it. Or uh, nothing special yeah, nothing on MakeEmLaughTV.com. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Because why wait for Netflix to verify who I am? Why wait for a blue check? It's true. If women don't have to have men say shit, why do I got to worry about anybody who's above me say shit? I'm not saying we are above women, but financially and structurally, yes, we are. So it's, <laughs> we are, but I didn't make the rules, damn it. I'm just saying. Yeah. If a woman can say, I don't need you to justify my existence, I'm just going to say, fuck it. I'm just going to, it looked like it would be on a platform. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't 
I mean, I'm going to do that. It was good. I'm proud of it. I'm not going to do the parts I don't like about it right now. <laughs> it can be better. You I'll know, say that. It can be better. But, I mean, that's the best you can get out of me on camera. Good, you know, good enough sometimes is great. That's a great, yes. I that's mean, how, if it wasn't, well, the comics, I'd say that. To people, I'm going to act like I'm so proud of myself and do the thank you for the shout outs and all that shit. Because you have to. I mean, I, I appreciate it, but well, I still know, hate I, it because it's like in my it, existence. It's interesting attention. because I've had this conversation, not just with you, but other creators in other fields where, especially in the market we're in, there is a lot of that's good enough. You know, there's a lot of that. And not just not just in this DIY space that we're in, but also in the professional market where you've got people who are just, I would say, criminally undercharging for, you know, commercials that they might do for next to nothing that they're super proud of or mm. that the business is really proud of. And I'm just like, that's not like if you're if you're aspiring to be Apple and you want to pay five thousand dollars for a commercial, what are you doing? You know, you don't you don't have the budget to hire two other yeah. people for this thing and you're proud of it. OK, but at the same time, the other side of that is there is a really strong DIY uh, ethos, you know, and for so, somebody like you who recognizes when something is good enough, but also can take control, you know, because it's not just it's not like you're in a c- committee thinking where everybody's mm. trying to cut corners and, you know, say that you can do it in-house and it's an ego trip. And that's half of the reason that good enough – because I think that's the other problem is like some of the good enough mentality comes from I, we don't need the help. We can mm. do it ourselves. Yeah, I hate that idea. And, you know, it's like, no, hire an expert, you know. Like you don't know everything. Nobody should be able to do everything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if you have if you're a creative powerhouse, you can harness enough power around you and put it all together – and put something out that's nothing special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the fact because at first it wasn't gonna go anywhere. I was. This is fucking stupid to say this about your own shit when you're trying. Was not. I'm not selling it, so I can't say this. Fuck that. So, um, I just wanted to get the rust off and just see where I was. If I had to go do a set again, because I haven't done a set like a real feature set since the blip. Yeah. So March was the first one. So I'm like, let me see if I can still do a real set. And I, where it's actually, you can watch it. And that's what I used to do. And it's all new material. And it's dated. A lot of it's current events. Just so I can see if I can make a joke about stuff again. If I still yeah. can tell a joke. Because I haven't, we haven't done it. I haven't gone to the store to have this experience. I haven't had a girlfriend that's crazy or have a breakup. Yeah. I've only had one girl and I've had a baby. It's not too many jokes in that because we too be trying to make sure the baby doesn't die. Like, it's no ha-ha moments yet. <laughs> it's white baby ass and then, you know, love her unconditionally and watch her grow up. But it's like, that's not funny. Yeah, I was going to say, there's not a lot of good material. Yeah, it's not really like some people like, you get a baby, you going to have all kind of material. Not my kid. Like, she's great. I mean, she's quiet when she, when she needs to be. She's What's the deal with unconditional love? Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I just want to make sure I can still do comedy because anybody who knows me know I, every once in a while I look at the game like, man. Is it time to get out? <laughs> like, is it pass me by? Is the internet just something I can't figure out anymore? Like, can I not be involved in internet? Well, you know, John, something I've always respected with you is that you have, uh, you are not, you don't have that, like, starry-eyed um, ob- obliviousness to whether or not something's not worth your time. 
Like you'll say no to things. You'll not do things and you'll say that's beneath me. And there are plenty of people who kind of, you know, get in their own way by saying yes to everything or going after in their defense. I should have been more like them and I'd be higher up where I'm aiming, where I'm trying to go now. Shit. As much as three years ago, if I would have taken, taken the approach like some other guys who everything's exciting. You know, we got him, I got in my own way because I was trying to be a traditional comedian. So the art of comedy mm-hmm. and the struggle made me want to do that. Like hearing comics say you got to serve this much time to become this when it's all a title you give yourself. Mm. If I start a company tomorrow, I'm founder. I'm the boss. So yes, you can't tell me because I, I don't work for you. So I don't need to have your job title. Mm. So I didn't, I wasn't okay with that. I was, I'm, I'm still getting used to the fact that you can just say shit mm. and it doesn't have to be true and undisputed, like undeniable. I was told to be an undeniable comedian. If you want to be in, you get in the club, you got to be able to do every room. You got to be able to go into a crowd of people and make them laugh. Not black, not white, not old, not young. People who can speak your language should laugh at your shit if you're funny. That's it. And I'm like, if you do it for an hour, you're a headliner. Once you get to headliner, you do that for a couple of years, then you can make a special. Then guys who not even in clubs doing bar shows got on their third special. Yeah. And I'm like, he got a special. And I always be that bitter old person just looking at him like, he got a special. Ugh. I'm judging. <laughs> and it's like, who the fuck are you? That you're just on the sidelines. So it's like, why not just throw it out? What's worse can happen? They are. <laughs> it's like they throwing out bullshit and they love it. I'm throwing out bullshit. Half, I'm, I'm underhand pitching. <clears throat> I'm underhand pitching this bitch. They're full court. Like, they're going at you. Yo, check it out, y'all. I'm like, here, I'm calling some favors. Hey, man, I got something out now. Check it out if you want to. If you ever find time. I'm doing it so passive. If you find time to check this out, here you go. I'm going to drop it on Sunday, but you can have it now if you want to check it out. <laughs> like Maybe I'm, that's what I just like is you don't act hungry. You might be hungry. Oh, uh, it, 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 it was hard to put out. Like, I was so happy to do it. But I also had a kid on my arm. So I'm editing because <laughs> it was a blown date night. Mm. Baby didn't want to sleep. So now she's just up. And me and my girl been waiting for this day. And now she the baby up tonight. All the nights we been we had a routine going how we planned this ahead. And she just said, No, tonight I'm gonna stay up because y'all staying up. Mm. Like what y'all, what y'all wrote. She, y'all, she felt that energy. Oh, y'all well rested She's and vibing. <laughs> yeah, like, oh y'all, y'all gonna do something. What y'all about to do? I wanna do it too. I wanna come can I be in a, can I watch TV with y'all? Yeah. It's like whatever the fuck we gonna do. And we don't make no freaky freaky. You just like, nigga, we haven't yeah. spent spend time together. So it was it was that. So I'm like, we both up. I was drinking coffee. I was doing, I had a regular day. I'm I'm I ate three meals. I'm like, cool, we're gonna be up. We're gonna watch a movie at 10 o'clock. We're gonna be okay. Man, baby was up, so I'm like, let me do something. Start playing around with it, talking to my homegirl, Ashley. And she's like, why not? Like, come on, it ain't it. It's only 20 minutes. She said, nigga, Netflix got 20 minute specials right now. Yeah, it's true. She said, Tiffany Hash put out six of them. Yeah. Second season. And everybody's bigging them up. And I watched them. Tony Woods, I liked his. And he finally got one. It's like, damn, okay. And then you like, well, shit, that's 20 minutes. Jay Okerson had the Degenerates. Yeah. That was 20 to 15 minutes. Huh. Well, I got the time. Fuck it. Uh, worst case. Yeah. Somebody doesn't like it. 
Worst case scenario, a lot of people see it and and they don't, don't like, like it. it. Yeah, like most worst case, I tell people to look at this and they like it's garbage. I thought I had something. I mean, I felt how I felt about some of the jokes. I talked to one guy. Uh, I talked to one guy. He's a comic. He's in comedy, and he saw it like I saw it. He said, "Yeah, you know, some of this, that, this, and the other." You know, he had his critiques to be better. Yeah, as a set, I showed it to friends. Oh man, that's funny as hell. Yep. I said, "Oh yeah, because niggas can't go to the club." Yep. People is in the house. Nobody's seen stand up, and nobody sees it the way you see it. The way insiders see things, you know, like oh, that that whole. Like, you know, I mean, I'm an insider now, so it's oh, like... Oh, definitely. We talk about comedy specials. Even my angles, we talk... Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> so... But I... And I'm... But I, because I'm a, a creator as well, and because I'm not... Like, I'm not a writer, so... But it's always interesting to me to see someone... You know, the insiders who think something's not good, and then the audience who thinks something's not mm. good. Because sometimes an audience agrees with the critics. Sometimes the audience and the critics don't agree. Hmm. You know, and sometimes everybody's somebody's universally loved. You know, and then Every sometimes, or then sometimes you'll have like if you're at a club, maybe the club management doesn't like a comic, but the audience loves the comic. That happens. Sometimes the the club management doesn't like a comic, but they're a comedian's comic, and the audience can kind of go fifty fifty. I mean, it's just, there's so many factors mm. about what it means to be good. Good, yeah, yeah. And the take that that is a, a nerve wracking discovery to make when you realize that sometimes your career is based off of someone's taste that they would you guys would never hang out like mm-hmm. they're not for you to begin with and here they are telling you what you are and they have no idea like there's a club I was dealing with and the GM thought I was a ur- he labeled me as an urban comic because every black comic he ever saw was just to him that's all we, you were yeah that was his whole genre it wasn't one-liners, storytellers. Then just black. Yeah, it's like you—you you do understand that we all are the same when it comes to talking. Yeah. So if I'm telling a story. I mean, are that we are not a monolith. Yeah, it's of, like of I'm not every... just—it's like saying, "Oh yeah, she's a girl." But what kind of? What's her style? You, everybody yeah. else got a style of comedy to describe them, and you made her just a gender. I'm just a color. Like you sound like a jackass. Who's a, is she a storyteller? Is she yeah. does one-liner? Is she does sarcasm, irony, like? Sarah Silverman and Mary Santora are not the same comic. No. They're both comedians. Yep. And I'm not going to just say girl to talk about either one of them. Yeah. So like that whole, when you deal with that, you, you get chip on your shoulder. Yeah, it's like Maria Bamford, right? You know? Yes. Is she a lady comic? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because like even when it comes like to you uh, following the rules, because you think, okay, the rules these guys made, who they're not even in this shit. Yeah. So you're letting a guy who's not even a comedian tell you the rules. So you can't be a headliner yet. Well, because you don't want to pay me. That's not because I'm not there. You're not going to, not enough people are going to buy chicken wings for an hour. <laughs> while yeah, it's there. like, but like, why, why am I not? Like, if you really break down your position in something, all right, well, if I'm not a headliner. How about we do a show with five people and I go last? Since I can't get the headliner title from you, yeah. let me maneuver this. Let me play around with the rules. That's what I've been doing recently with the, all right, I can't, I can't headline. Because if I do that, John's not ready. But John can help us do a show because I already proved Grog Shop is a show where I bring people out. So let me do that here. You want different people? I got a whole group of motherfuckers that are different as hell. They're not regular hilarity goers. They're younger and they like comedy. Yep. Bring them down. Now I got a show. It ain't it ain't John Bruton and friends. Yeah. But nigga, if I don't promote it like it is, <laughs> like I won't call it that. 
But it, it's pretty much, yeah, John and uh, Bill. That's how they say, it. oh, John and um, Bill. Because people who come for me, they don't, they don't listen to that radio station. They don't dislike him. They know him from the show, though. They don't know him from the radio. He's Bill. Bill's funny. Bill got Jordans. That's how yep. you know Bill. Yeah. That's John's white friend. <laughs> and Bill might have people, oh, yeah, that's John and Bill. Because even though I'm not, I haven't been on that radio. Well, I'm well, not, and we're now at the stage be. where it's like, and then I'll get a picture from Rustin. <laughs> and they, they, everybody, oh, yeah, I like his pictures. Yep. That's Rustin right there. Appreciate everybody, that. yeah, it's tagged everybody. Anybody's around me long enough. Thank you for the opportunity. You're going to meet people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to bring you around. Like, oh, yes, yeah, that's my friend. He's cool. But it's the rules. I follow the rules. I mean, I, I didn't follow rules anywhere else except in comedy. The only place I would follow it, like, okay, well, the special has to be an hour. I saw Kevin Hart twice. Recent enough. And he didn't do an hour. He was doing 40. He did one time he did 45 or 55 minutes. And the other time he did about 45, 55 An minutes. An hour is a long time. But I've gone to other shows and seen a guy do an hour 10 without Burr. Well, I've, al- I've also, but I've also been at shows that were an hour and a half. And I was like, look, come on, let's get out of here. But the good ones know what they're doing. So you don't like, Melania's I mean, specials seen, are like 110. I mean, like, hell, Chappelle at the uh, State hours. Theater, that was too long. Because he, but he had, no, that was Chris Rock. Chris Rock had him and Arsenio Hall, and he ran his I stuff. I didn't see that one. Oh, and he cut stuff. He does 90 minutes, though. If you know him, like, you hear him, he talks about I do 90. And yeah. he does a show, a show, and he cuts down stuff. Yeah. But those are the rules that they made, and everything else has changed. Yeah. The internet, you, there's no well, class. Yeah, there's no rules. I mean, exactly. Yeah. So you realize that. You're like, well, shit, this guy's on camera right now on my phone saying he's a touring comic. Uh, another comic called me to laugh about it. But in turn, we can't say he's not. He just clout chase, title chasing, where you're like, I, I did it enough to say I did. Yeah. Which then you realize that's the American dream. To say I'm a millionaire means I got a million and one dollars. Yep. That's it. You can't loan out five because that's going to fuck with your, that's your commas gone. <laughs> yeah. But you are a millionaire for a moment. Everybody's chasing this th- six figure shit. That's one hundred twenty thousand dollars. That's not that's not not money if you're poor in Cleveland or yeah. in Cleveland, but it's not changing the world money. You're still getting paid that money. You're not paying out with that money. You're getting yeah. paid that money. Yeah. So it's just like the, these rules and things that I kept putting on myself for what for somebody to tell me I'm not good enough again. And it's like, well, at this point, I'm going to start realizing I'm better than fuck yeah. good enough. I'm not good enough to do anything. I'm better than. And I don't really embrace that enough. I haven't embraced it enough. I toned it down because I thought it was wrong. Until people started treating me like that's how it was. Like I would act like, oh, I'm not better than anybody. I'm just, I'm me. I'm just chilling. And then people start acting like we the same. It's like, oh no, I was bullshit, man. Like, <laughs> whoa, I am a different monster. Like, I got friends outside of here. I come here for an hour of my time. No, yeah, it's like just because I'm being modest doesn't mean that. Oh we're, yeah, like yeah. I'm fake. I'm faking this shit, bro. Let me tell you who I really am. Yeah. Oh, you thought that shit was? Oh no, I'm like I'm doing this for your benefit. <laughs> I'm Mickey Mouse smoking a cigarette under the helmet. Nigga. I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me take this off. You, uh, let me tell you something, motherfucker. Uh, no, <laughs> so it's like that. I've been. Uh, Jeremy saw it recently. I'm like, yeah. I I told the guy the most blatant thing. I said, hey man, if you snitch, I'll be cool with you. If you don't, I'm burning this bitch down. <laughs> Like that's it. Like 
I'm telling you right now, I gave you the good one. Like, I'm a I'm a fucking savage when it comes to leverage. Oh boy, oh boy. You like this, don't you? Like I mean, you had a good time, didn't you? Yeah, you had fun. Yeah, this is it's fun what we doing over here on this side. So you gonna tell me what I want? <laughs> it's like I never get I'll never get a rape beef. I'm like, it's a good time, right? Yeah, I, I'm a good I'm a decent nigga. We should fuck, right? Cool. I earned it. Yeah. I ain't I ain't shoplifting. I I gave you a good time. Now you give me a good time. We are gonna be mutual. All right, you don't want fuck. That's all true. Like now I'm a true like a girl who I went out with once. <laughs> I went out with once, and we ain't fuck. So like, all right, yeah, we went ate dinner or whatever. She cool. I ain't got nothing bad to say about that girl. <laughs> nothing good either. No spark. <laughs> yeah, no spark. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what we tried. It, it, it wasn't going nowhere. So that's how I feel. But I realized, oh, I gotta still show that here and there, and actually do it more often. Cause I'm like, damn, nigga, I got all this content. Like, I'm gonna do something with it eventually. I'm like, when you when is, when you're gonna be more of an adult, John? Like, you already got a child. <laughs> <laughs> you're raising a child. You have a job. Like, when are you gonna start being an adult? When does the next thing happen? What's the next thing that has to happen? It's you one of those realize? things you just found. You realize you've been being an adult. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah. grow up yet. I didn't know that. Oh, oh I'm supposed. To, I can. Ah, I make that rule. Yep. I can do this. Like, Who the fuck? Cause them guys, they had more ambition than me. They had more fuck with you saying, I'm going to do this, that I did not have. So skill, my skills, yeah, but their talent, they believe in their talent. Skill, you get taught, so you can't really act cocky about some shit somebody taught you. Unless you're better at it than everybody else. But even then, you picked it up naturally, and then some things didn't get taught to you. That's true. So yeah, if you get talent, gives you more of a feeling about it. Talented person walking in the room, that motherfucker stands out. A skilled person could be the quietest just because they just got taught and they retain information. They didn't actually create. So it is a difference when you have to go back and forth on well, who I know, you are. It, it is funny, though, because I, I, I have some friends who, like, uh, my friend James was like, why do you think so much about the work you make? And I'm like, what do you mean? And, and he's like, well, you're really good. And I'm like, well, yeah, but what's that getting me? <laughs> I have had friends who are good at a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm like. And I never really uh, applied it until like, these last few years. I'm like. Well, what don't I have? If I'm going to be like somebody, and I took some people I looked at and just as an archetype, and that's the right word, I think? Yeah. Okay. And I just applied them and saw what they did, and I started doing it. And people close to me saw me doing it live. Like, you saw a lot of what I'm like, oh, so he do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to find a way. Like, I put on Facebook as a joke to myself. The um, My cousin told me last year, I told him I want to make Grog Shop like Def Comedy Jam. Mm-hmm. And I want to try and have shows where he would tape it and put it on YouTube and have the show because there ain't too many comedy shows you get to watch anymore. Yeah. Now comedy is whatever you say it is in your living room. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to go away as a purist of the tradition of sure. comedy. And a year later, we got it. Yep. Figured it out. You manifested it. Found a, Yes, found a way to just keep trying to make this be a, the thing I want it to be. Like, keep make, keep working at it till I get get it right, and then on to the next thing. I know. It's funny, because uh, this morning, a friend of mine texted me, and they were like, oh, you've been busy. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, a new podcast? And I'm like, I'm like, I guess. I'm like, you just always be hustling. Hustle, hit, never quit. You know? <laughs> like, you know. And I, I think it's funny, because, you know, I ro- operate both in the fine art way and in a commercial entertainment way so it's like i'm always busy but i don't ever feel particularly successful because i'm basically i have two parallel pa- tracks that are all that i'm jumping between that is a great way to uh describe that because i feel the same way 
it is hard to feel proud about yourself when you still do things you're not proud of. Well, and it, or it's like, you know, when, when I, if you do something that is successful, you feel good, but that gives you the energy to fl- switch, flip the switch back over to the other thing that maybe you've been neglecting for a little while. So you don't really get to savor it that long Mm-mm. because you, you, cause you're like, Oh, but what, you know, like, Oh, the podcast is kicking off. Oh, I just made this Netflix special. How's my, you know, how's my, uh, uh, design work going? How's my fine art projects going? You know, like I haven't made a, uh, uh, like a, a powerful image in a little while, you know? And that, that does, that makes me, uh, um, that makes you, keeps you hungry though, too. Yeah, it does. It, but it can, it pulls at you different ways. Cause you'll think I'm not doing enough mm-hmm. when really you're at, doing too much. Yeah. Cause then some things start to fail. I've had a few things fail where it's like, damn, I should have, uh, not sat down, but been better equipped to handle this one. I think I might've jumped out the window too soon mm. on this one. And when that happens, it's like, all right, well. Hey, it wasn't the right time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, sometimes you got to crack an egg. And I'm going to eat this humble pie omelet and yeah. be okay with it. But it's also about having the right team. I mean, you know, this thing this thing we're doing right in here wouldn't be happening if we didn't have the beautiful Gold Knox Studios. <laughs> oh, no, really. Because I, uh, I like to make relations with people if I'm going to like you. Like, I want you to know. Like, yeah. I ain't like just trying to date you, but I'm like, hey, I'm fun. And I don't try to be a dick about it, but I'm fun. Yeah. And I don't, everybody doesn't know that because I don't like taking pictures of shit because I want to have yeah. fun, private. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, John is... No, no, no. Because people... Some people know there's, not, there's no more Cavs games, but I <laughs> I used to go to Cavs games with Bill or my cousin Ant all the time, and I started sitting good when LeBron got here. Like, we started sitting six row once LeBron became a Cavalier, so I was like, oh, this is this is different. than Watching the game is exciting. It's not just who the Cavs playing. Mm. Now you start asking, where are we sitting? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to always tell people sometimes because it's like yeah because then I don't want to hype it up remember I took me and Jeremy went to a game and I'm like yeah Jeremy uh, I know we got this podcast but I have four tickets and I just <laughs> I have four tickets I know we have a guest this is what we do <laughs> we gonna go all to the game the, yes the podcast episode is gonna get postponed to go to a Cavs game and we gonna just sit fun so I'm acting like a little dickhead. Like I wonder where we sitting at, looking around, like where the escalator to go up at. <laughs> <laughs> just to be kind of silly. Like oh, y'all go down here and you walk and you start because it, it gets kind of uncomfortable because you walk past so many people that you're like people are looking at me walk to my seats, and it feels good. It does. And you know, all right, well we here now, and like that's fun though. I'm like, yeah, Jeremy. So next time I cancel the podcast episode, I'm going to take you out again. If, it's that, <laughs> if it comes to the point where I got you waiting around or something comes up, you can come with me. It ain't gonna be just canceling. I'm gonna have fun without you. It'll be fun for both of us. <laughs> 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 like, if it's some more fun shit, we gonna do the more fun shit. I know. This, I know. But why be this if you can't do that? You only live once. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, the podcast is cool, but shit, I you can't tell me that's more fun than this. It's like when the teacher lets you have class outside. Yeah, it's like, man, <laughs> like I know I talk my shit and you got to tolerate me, but damn it, man, if we ain't going to have some fun today. <laughs> You're being very kind here, John. You know there's uh, there's a lot that you tolerate from me as well. So. Oh, man, it's nothing. But yeah, like people, they do act different. I realize that when they start. I never act like anything's Jeremy. I've just been John. I never really humbled myself or any of that shit. I just met him and I just, I, at Grog, you get me because I'm so over everything because it's the fucking yeah. end of the day. I've been up all day. 
<laughs> I've tolerated people like this all day. So having somebody complain to me about anything is kind of like, yo, man, you think I care? Yeah, like, we, both, <laughs> we both have that um, don't waste my time energy. Oh, which yeah. comes off, can come off as like you're better than, and it's like no, I'm just like tired. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you about yeah. this problem. And I, I used to always tell people I'm King Solomon when it comes to yeah. that type of shit. I'll just, if you really want it, and I, I broke it down to be better to say it better. Which whoever cares more wins in petty arguments. Well, for me, it's always like the if you're coming at me with trying to get something from me, energy, then I'm, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm ice cold. You know, I, you, I am a block. Of ice. I'm a diamond. <laughs> I hate when you can't talk to people sometimes. Like, even with you, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to ask him. I don't want that. I'm saying, hey, what's up? Because we talk all the time. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, you're like, hey, what about this? Hey, no, no, no. I don't care. I told you last, I told you beginning week, I don't care about that till next week. Yeah. I'm not bullshitting. I'm, <laughs> he came up in conversation. Here's a picture of him. That's yeah. it. I don't, I said, man, you told me you was busy. I understand what that means because I say it to people. If, it's hard to be like, yeah, I'm busy and they respect it. And then somebody says, I'm busy and I don't. Yeah. So like oh yeah, and you you don't lie, not lie, but you don't really misjudge your time. Like yeah, I'm I'm swamped with work. All right, I know what the fuck. Yeah, that's work. Yeah, I'm always busy. My little uh, <laughs> my little friend fee ain't enough to fucking keep your lights on. So what the fuck, I look like saying anything besides yes. Oh, I think and the <laughs> other part is like especially if you're not a creative, it's like you can be busy just because you don't have the energy. To you know, your mm. create your creative fuel is out. You know, so yeah. it's like some like I I know this is a like stupid become a stupid meme. You know, the whole like self care thing. But sometimes it's like I don't have the energy to sit at the computer and stare at pictures anymore. I can't see the difference anymore. I have to go like watch a fucking cartoon. I have to leave the eat house. some ice cream. Yeah, I go for a walk, work oh. out. You know, and that's all part of the work. I think it's actually beneficial as a creative for you to understand that, that all of your time is working, is working. I'm never not at work. It's hard to tell people that and not look crazy. Cause then they hear that from Steve jobs and it's like, Oh, they hear from a Jay Z type. Yeah. He's rich already. So you can, you can mm-hmm. identify, but what if I'm just passionate like him? Yep. Like I'm not the Jay Z of anything, but I got his passion for shit. I'm pretty sure I got passion of a, of a committed star. Yeah. <laughs> Like I watch Jordan, and I'm like, yeah, I feel I've said that about lesser things on a lesser level, but yeah, I've told people you don't know shit until you do something like me, and I got quoted for saying you got to earn it. Yeah, so I'm watching the Last Dance, like, all right, so I'm not crazy, I'm just an asshole. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll be an asshole. Every asshole I've ever heard of was successful. You never seen a, a the assholes who are unsuccessful are just jerks. We don't even call them the same thing. That's true. And when you're an asshole, and you got power. Oh yeah, he's an asshole. Well, yeah, but you I work also think it's that. funny, like, you know, the whole people thinking they know you. It's like just even if they're your friends, because it's like I have, you know, I've got group chats and circles of friends that nobody knows. Right. And it's my colleagues, you know, uh, uh, other photographers, other artists, you know, and, and in that world, I consider myself to be, you know, low level. I'm talking with giants Mm -hmm. and these, and so, and I'm just friends with these people, you know, and they're more successful than I am in certain ways. Uh, And it's important. You need that to keep yourself humble, but other people don't see that. And so then they think that you're full of yourself or that you're lazy or whatever. And it's just, you have a different process. You have, there's, you're juggling so many things. People don't see the work. It's complicated. And when somebody, it's hard to prove, 
those things of talent based off skill because there's no point system. We don't have a number we can show you why we're better than. A bank account helps for that, but it's not the best Yeah, but even it's hard to even, you can't just show every person who doubts you to your bank account. Yeah, and then that would make you a real piece of shit. Yeah, like if somebody's <laughs> like, yeah, you're not funny, but I'm like, look at my, because I lose that fight. Yeah. Like, look at my bank account. I need this. <laughs> like, I need you to not be mean to me. That's what I'm trying to show you. Like, I need this to work. <laughs> <laughs> but some people, they don't really. Yo, I got, I got this Gucci belt. Oh, it's, yeah, I never understood <laughs> fashion like that. When people go that far with it, it's like, man, why are you spending that much and your pants are still Levi's? I know it is funny when, like, you, I, you probably notice anytime I get a compliment, I'm like, well, oh, well I got it on sale. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was a good deal. <laughs> Do I look good? It's because it's, it was a good deal. I'm, a, I'm out here bargain hunting. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm always a fan of that. I hate paying full price for something. Hell yeah. Especially when it's not even going to do me. Like, I won't make my money back. Like, that's the part that bothers me. Like, I'm not going to make this money back if I spend all of this on this one thing. Like, I'll feel good for a moment. Oh, this better last 10 years if I'm paying yeah, more some than $80 I'm, for oh, anything. It's things I've paid for. So I better get a year out of it. Mm-hmm. If I don't get a year, I'm, I'm going to be very upset. And whoever I might buy from next time, I'm not going to believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, how much can you lose? I've done that. Like, I'll buy something, like, fashion-wise, like a hat. Yeah, and like, like I bought, I bought these in like a pack of fours. And I'm like, if this hat for fourteen, I get four hats for fourteen dollars. I can deal with a hat that don't fit right if the hat does its goddamn job. Yep. Like if it keep, if it can just stay on my head and I won't feel cold, it's a good hat. Yep. Now if the hat don't look great on me, I've only spent fourteen dollars on four of them. So it's like I can fucking take the trash out stylishly and match my hoodie. With that hat, it's not fourteen dollars is not a bad price. Now, if it was thirty nine dollars a hat, that hat better make me feel good, not just look good. I better feel yeah good in that damn hat. And I don't think there's a hat that like this that can make me feel good. That last, not this one, but the one I had on last was thirty nine dollars, and it makes me feel good. Yeah, I like your hat, but it was, it, but I, when it. I bought it, I was like, this better. I mean. It's merino wool and it's made in America. Yeah, you get those like, cool I little statistics. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this motherfucker like, could be made out stats. of this could be made out of polyester and blankety blank. <laughs> it could be whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. I don't even know what a tag. It ain't got a tag. Yeah. People pay for labels. I don't have a label. I don't know who made the hat, where it's from. It could break me out one day. We don't know what's in this hat. <laughs> and it came in a plastic, like it came in the smallest packaging yeah. with the vacuum shit. So I'm like, yeah, fourteen dollars. That's how it should be. But that could just as easily be like. It's warm. Well, it could, and it could just as easily be somewhere out there. There's a private label where that's a hundred and fifty dollar hat. Oh yeah, know? a good label. But also, I guarantee you they put a little bit more on the material. But just a little bit more. That's all you need. The well, hat's a good hat. Or are you paying for quality control? I'm paying for you the know? feeling. Fashion's about feeling. Like, yeah. If I'm like your hat, you pay forty dollars for that hat. And I'm like, I can see that. Well, I got it, I got it on sale. So it but it's still it costs. Yeah, they yeah. they when they pull their dick out, they say forty dollars. Yeah. Now they might say you're cool. You get a sale. Yeah. But they said 40 out the gate. That hat said, yo, you you can get four of them for under $20. Yeah. Like, that's not even, that's a. That's We're a, losing money. Yeah, like, <laughs> these hats don't cost us that much. And we do, we thought they were going to be a bigger market. We just got to the hat business. We hey, said it's, it's winter, you know, you need, you're cold. Yeah, it's a hat. Like, you know, that's what you're buying. It's true. It didn't have, I don't know who the brand is. And it's like, yeah, there's a difference. Who makes the rules for that? You just got to, I mean, we both do it. With each other. It's like, yeah, you charge a certain price for things. And you pick and choose on when you're going to apply that 
that's yeah. strong or give a discount. Like not even apply. When you give a discount, it's yeah. It's known. <laughs> and this is the price, but here's a discount. Yep. Like we and that's the thing we've been taught as far as like entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call it, self employed people. I would love to do everything for free. That would require oh, man, I would a totally everything. different society. I would do everything for free. I love yeah. the shit I do. Oh yeah. If I, if you could feed me and take care of my girl and uh Yeah, if I got an artist stipend home, from the state to yeah. be a creative person for seventy six thousand dollars a year. Gave me all the apps. I would do everything for free. Gave my parents Netflix, paid Hell my yeah. phone bill. If somebody just give me just a stipend and just told me be you, yeah, I would not be mad. I don't want a million dollars. No, I'm not chasing it. If it happens, yeah, but you, you can't leverage that on me. If it's like, hey man, you want a million dollars? You gotta do something you don't want. I know. To do. I know. It's like yeah. I would. Ra- yeah, exactly. I would rather be broke and free. Because mm-hmm. if I'm happy, I'm happy. Exactly. And all that's just supposed to be happiness. People don't understand. They got lost in that dream. Mm-hmm. They got lost thinking happiness is a millionaire. Well, your parents made you and you have ambition and you came out good by your own standard. So why do you dislike this this life you came from when nobody ever had it? No one came up rich. We didn't come out the game, silver spoon and things like that. It was always work, work, work. We're the first generation to say fuck working. and we But we have a plan. Unlike our, okay, we're the second generation to do it. Yeah. The first one didn't really work it out. We figured out how to do it, but we also start employing people then. Like you outsource, you make your own way. We're also the, like what are they call them, the pickpockets down there. Like we just in Central Park trying to make our living. You don't know how those guys make money, but they, they there every day. Yep. It's like, man, how are you making money enough to be here every day? And he ain't wore the same clothes yet. He's hustling. Like you might think he's a poor, yeah, he's, he's getting the money from the poor. I love hustling. But he's not above them. He's just tr- circulating. He's going to take the money from you yep. to pay for some shit he needs. I just need to, yeah, let me just skim a little, 10% off of that. Man, <laughs> I, there's so many ways to do it without being a savage. Like mm-hmm. you, people, that's the part too. People don't know ethics. The reason ethics exists is so everybody feels good being used. Exactly, yeah. I, you know, that's the thing that, you know, when I, 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 I think people, bar. unless you That was a bar, by the way. That was a good one. What? Ethics are only here so you don't feel used. Yeah, you should say, that. hey, let, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> ethics. Ethics. You don't want to. You want to feel good being used. Yeah, like you feel like it's mutual. If it's a mutual exchange, yeah. or you're protected for when you do this for me. I know. It's like when I send you like petty ass shit. Uh, it's because it's situations where I do not feel good yes. feeling used because it's like you know. Oh, look at these motherfuckers. Like motherfuckers will try so hard, and they'll and they will burn themselves to the ground trying to not pay me. You know, and it's like, and it's like you uh, just give me a taste and I'll do it for you. And you'll, and they don't even, they would rather hurt themselves. There's certain loyalties people should have when it comes to business or in dealing with people. But when you have money involved too, for a task or a duty, you still have to make sure that those people are feeling good about it. Like if you're doing me a favor, you're helping a friend feel like you're helping a friend. Like, when you try to replace someone, like think of uh, you couldn't do it for a while. Like, I got yeah. this project. I got. I'm gonna be gone for two months. I'm not getting another photographer to replace that because it's not a task that I just need plug person here. Yeah, it's all right. Well, we don't have a photographer for, for two months then. Fuck it. Or it'll be like I'll find you someone. If that, but even then, sometimes you know I'm like, yeah, all right, we just gonna miss out. It's nothing that heavy. And if it's that heavy, it's on the worksheet. Well, I would feel obligated to find someone if it's if it was that heavy. <laughs> I'd be like, let me get Sean. Yeah, so she'll like, do it. Something, yeah, but then like, 
It'll be fun. She'll enjoy herself. And you're because now you're acting a favor for your friend for another favor. Yeah, exactly. Because her rate might not be whatever, you know. So it's like that. She'll just, do me the favor. Exactly. Yeah. But it's also because I'm not going to come at you like, yeah, man. So I'll be there. I'll see you there. If I talk to you any kind of weird, you better. Or any kind of way, I don't know how I could talk to you fucked up, but whatever, whatever I could do to be bigger asshole. <laughs> it's like, yeah, people sometimes don't really respect. Like, people lost respect. That's what it is. We don't have manners anymore. And we don't, manners are just weak to people. Yeah. Just to be nice. People get mad at you. Just to be kind out the gate. Like, excuse me to the wrong person. Or it's even like, it, it reminds me of our conversation last week where it was about, uh, or no, last week, but in the last, the one that's up right now where it's like, you asked me why I care about posture. Mm. And I'm like, you know, because like, but like, but there's another thing where it's like manners is another thing that that is like old fashioned, you know, like mm. it's a waste of time. People are in such a hurry. And they should, everybody shouldn't really play that game. We all shouldn't be in a hurry. Some people should be okay with getting there in a fashionable, like be the fashion related is still respectable. That's 15 minutes or so. Yeah. Like we're not walking into, like we're outside the restaurant. And you're bringing your A game. You know, it's like, that's the other part about, you can not have manners if you are delivering, you know, like there are plenty, (laughs) there are plenty of stories about, you know, um, like Prince or, Mm. or, you know, or yeah. it'll be like, you know, I met so-and-so and they were, and they were a real dick. But then you find out later, it's like, oh, but they like made your career because they put in a good word. So maybe they were a little rude to your face, but they were talking to the producer mm-hmm. and they were saying this person is really talented. So sure, they didn't, they maybe didn't, they put in the FaceTime. Maybe they didn't like give you the, the kiss ass moment. But when it came to, you know, recognizing your talent or your skill, you know, they mentioned you, they helped you out, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and that's when it's okay to not be the nicest guy in the room. Cause you recognize you have the, re- it's still respect. It's just not maybe the way you expect it. Yeah. But people, like, it's weird. Cause people want you to be kind from that. Like they'll be kind of dicks and not really worth being nice to. And they'll complain as if you did them wrong for not giving them what they wanted from you. Man, it's just annoying. It's just everyone's up in their egos. Yeah, I think we got too many egos. It comes from social media, but I'm not against it. It comes from social media, but I also, in defense. I'm not anti-social media. Well, no, and I would say in defense even of ego is that it is a kind of a double-edged sword. Because if we tell people that basically they have no value except their, you know, what they put out there, it, it generates a system where if you don't have a big ego, then what do you got? You know, like you need to have a big ego in order to have a big personality, right? You know, I, that's mature. That's what maturity brings. That's what wisdom brings is the knowledge that, you know, that they can be separate. But if you're like 22 and you got a big personality, hmm. it makes a lot of sense for you to have a big ego because that's how you got where you are. But I think all that shit has to be in check somehow. Like you can be confident, but you also got to punch your weight. Yeah. Like some people, they get well. That's why we need a strong artist union. Big for <laughs> I. I wish we could have a union in things here. It's just hard because there's way more scabs. Than oh my there god! Are. And there's some really talented scabs, and that what's that's what makes me angry because it's like the and those who, who don't know what a scab is, <laughs> who didn't have fucking uh, social studies in the fucking nineties, is a person who, if we're all on strike, you're the asshole who goes to work because they cut you a deal 
fuck all of us in the bigger picture. You're so selfish that you just made enemies because we're trying to get a, a higher living wage and you just have to get yours. And for the people who think scab is mean, the, is. the alternative to a scab it. is a rat fink. Okay. okay? So it's I like, I'm just saying, if you don't like being called a scab, yeah, it's like you would be you rather be called a rat? Cross the picking lines <laughs> for what? Like people, and it's people, especially in, in comedy, the reason that we get paid 50 to host is like this going rate across the country is only $50 to host a, a show. If you're lucky, some places 30. I mean, we're not going to even address those. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> but yeah, it, it can go lower, but the going rate to host a show in a comedy club is 50. Your dream. And that's a night, right? Mm, Regardless a show. of the show. Okay. That's a show. Unless you go, well, who knows? Because some clubs, well, yeah, we don't fuck those clubs. Those, those they don't want to pay you because they don't have it, so it's not really their fault. But they could do better. But there's no reason to pay the MC more than fifty because that MC spot, through tradition, is told that you're only doing ten minutes. Any any open micer can go to transition to, to this position. Yeah. When technically, the feature guest spot role, like just take the feature time away from twenty five minutes, and make it another ten without having the responsibility to be funny and likable. Because the host isn't just funny. He has to be likable, too. He has, he has to, to get the crowd ready. He's the MC, so he actually should get paid more. Yeah, I agree. Because clubs will put more work on the MC. The MC gets worked hard, doesn't even get food off the menu sometimes, yeah. while the feature gets to show up. And since they serve their time as an MC, and the club thought they should become a feature. It's like the, that whole tradition of what somebody says versus your, what you think. And it's entertainment, so fuck that you can't let them tell you that you're not this, you're not that in, in comedy. There's no titles. You didn't have to get a title pass to become a comedian. Yeah. Nobody said, yeah, you got to get five people to sign this petition to, be, to get your comedian <laughs> card. Yeah. You got to get five LOLs on the status to become a comedian on social media. No, you just say, I'm a comedian now. Nobody says you're not a comedian. That's not an argument. Even comics who don't like you won't say you're not a comedian. You're, just not, you're not funny, maybe. Yeah. You might be a piece of shit. But they're not going to take that title away from you. So when it comes to headliner and host and feature and all that that title shit, if we don't respect titles anywhere else, why the fuck do we care about titles here? It's true. Like, the traditions are still... Well, and, you know, historically, because that's another part, like, that's the club fucking up. Because historically, the host MC, it was their show. Yes. It used to be, but then it... It's Merv Griffin is the host MC, you know? Yeah, but then people, like, if you go to a tour, they still doing it that way. Yeah. Like, Ricky Smiley, when he's on tour, he does it where he goes up, fucks around. Martin Lawrence tour, actually, that way. Martin goes up, he get, he puts an opening act up, but that's what they are. Yeah. They do their 10 to 15, or well, 10 to 12 in the stadium, and then Martin goes on, does some time, brings somebody else up who's a headliner traveling, but yeah, he brings them up. Because they came for, the, it's the Martin tour. Yeah. So he's hosting. People made too much of I mean, this. even shit, the Alan Cox tour. Yeah. And he's not even like, he's not the comic you come to see. Yeah. He's, I mean, the, he's the name MC, that yeah. sold it to you. He's the reason you say, oh, I'm going to Alan Cox tour. Yeah. That's a real person. So yeah. it's not like it's just a building that they made a name of. Yeah. So yeah, Alan Cox tour from the Alan Cox show. I'm excited for the, uh, the uh, <laughs> Golden Ox. Where are we going to, Jeremy, what do you want to call the festival? Golden Ox Fest, Idol Fest. We all have panels. We we do our live recording to all the fans. I like False Idol Fest. False Idol Fest? But we got to take that out. I would definitely put that down. Before you go further, I would cut that out this bitch. (laughs) Just bleep this whole section? Yeah, that's that's too much because somebody might have one or somebody might try and do one. Jeremy, I know that my shirt's green. That's part of the fun. (laughs) Oh, I don't get none of that. (laughs) 
Is that in the group chat? We can, uh, it's going to be a lot. No, yeah. I feel like we're getting... I was trying to get it to a wind it down spot anyway. Oh, okay. Because we've been going for at least an hour, right? Yeah, about an hour. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I mean, we had more conversation. It wasn't pop culture related. It was me and you talking. Yeah. It was more based on how it should be. We did by, it right. By the way, if we got that funding that you guys were talking about earlier, we wouldn't be artists. We'd be Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some countries do pay artists. Like with tax money. If you do your job, I mean, you have to constantly create. But then, yeah, but that's you know, I, I'm fine. I'm fine submitting that proposal every year. I mean, oh, now I'm I, not not working, you know. Yeah. So I am not afraid to be like, hey, check out my fucking portfolio. If I wrote down all the jobs or tasks I'm trying to do, I should have a livable wage off of the talent and skill. Hell yeah, I should. Now, should, we talked about this before, should is not a place in the world that exists. So it's what can I do to make sure this is real? Like yeah. What pieces? You know, if you're going to really do something, it's not just I want. And a lot of people, that's why we got to the stock market thing, was they want to be rich. But if you say, okay, with that money, what will you be besides a bigger asshole? And if, you don't, if all you have is bigger asshole, then you're going to be the same person. I, know, I was like... I, Cause I got into it and I was like, what would I do if I won big on this? And I'm like, honestly, I would just buy a studio. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but so I would it'd be like, it just be the, so that I wouldn't have to pay rent. That was basically, oh, for that, oh cause mine's, <laughs> if I got a nice amount of money, I'm going to create jobs. I'm going to have things like some might be brick and mortar. Some might be technical. Yeah. Like it's going to be, this is now a structure and this is what it is. Like it's no more. I'd love to have sell merch, you know, like freelance would be done. Like not freelance, but I would turn freelance. It would, Turn to corporate. Only it would be a fun. It would be Google. It'd be more. It'd be yeah. the fun job. That's what all freelance is. Is I understand you're working when you're not here. I don't need you to sit here or, or check in with me until you fail. Yeah. Like until you fuck up. I don't got. Yeah. Talk I just to need you. enough money so I can be a CEO instead of a freelancer. <laughs> I just want to mean. It's the dream to have. Okay, I got this. I got this. I got this, and I got this. Those four things should be enough where I can just make sure they're still running. Yeah. They're already running by people who are good for that. They didn't have the thing I gave them. Whether it was resources, whether it was a plan, whether it was money, if it takes that. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, once you get that, it's like, all right, well. I, I just need a small loan of a million dollars. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> if I could make six figures, but like, even if it's just a, not even like a brag six figures, it's a six figures. I qualify. I can spend some money. Yeah. It's been my number. Like, if I could spend that and still have it, like, buy this and nobody cares. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to get a nicer watch. I'm not going to buy more anything. Yeah. I already do it. I don't. It just now I wouldn't worry about certain things. Yeah, the only difference would be like my clothes would be a little more comfortable. Some, I, yeah. and then I and then uh, I'd buy more equipment and I'd and I'd pay people to oh, do the jobs that I don't want to do. Like I'd edit buy a, or, a Mac every three years. Yeah, uh, this is it's almost over for this one. Yeah, but that's I would just buy technically. I wouldn't yeah. even buy. I'm not a chain ring finger no. guy. I got tennis shoes, and then mm-hmm. I even like the. I don't go on StockX, and I've had the, the couple of dollars. I'm not going. Oh yeah, let me go StockX to pay for the the stock market Jordans. Like the fuck out of here. No, 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 no. And I went. I wouldn't buy new things. I wouldn't get a camera. Why? I have one, but it's not for. I mean, I'd get a camera, but that no, makes yeah, more, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's like if I already, I'm not going to buy podcast equipment for fucking what? Yeah. I that would be dumb. I had a little bullshit mic during quarantine. We couldn't come out the house. Yeah. That motherfucker is, is gathered dust. I gave it to her and she like, all right, so I'm going to try. I'm like, you know what? I ain't how you do that. I can't have you start. I'm not going to hear you fucking talk in the house. 
don't want go away. Yeah, you gotta wait till somebody up go and to the studio like, to your podcast. Don't yeah. fuck into your podcast here with me and the baby. I want to be quiet. <laughs> I'm quiet parent. Yeah, you know, you usually give that to like a 22 year old. Yeah, I guess like yeah, you can have this podcast, Mike, and get your podcast going. The next time some of the one of these open mics is like, you know, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. I got like, a microphone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's not. It ain't. I know a guy. Oh no, I gotta hear this shit. Yeah, I ain't yeah. about to put you around. Mm-mm. But. That's a, I'm not making Jeremy deal with your bullshit. Mm, yeah. Oh, Jeremy knows I'm more protective. <laughs> I'm more protective of this motherfucker than he probably thought. Come on, like, yeah. What about what about people in their drinks? <laughs> he like what's well, it? No, I've I've had a situation when people spilled shit and nobody cleaned up but the person. He said, I spill. I said, yeah, because I'm also a person who, if I want to swing my hand while I'm talking, I know where I put it. Yeah. I also got a kid now, so I've already been straight. I've been strategic about if I put it there, like you see, I put it here or here. I I know not to have it. But this, that's things you just be paranoid about if you care yeah. about things. If I see people who don't care about stuff, I'm not going to give you resources I have. Mm-hmm. You bastard. Like you're going to ruin it. I know. I, I've, you know, that's caused some, I mean, you've been around. You've seen the, the falling outs that I've had with people who they, they want to be my protege sometimes. And oh, I'm like, and I'm worst. like, and it's like, dude, like you're not bringing the right energy, you know? You know how I many, never mind. Yeah. I've had people approach me. That, uh, you know, I think we should probably not put this part on. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, this is I'm too not, petty. I'm not going to say a name, but uh, someone might come up to me and tell me how good they are and how I should be um, excited to work with fan, them. Yeah, like, you know, I should be uh, gracious would be a better. I'm trying to figure the best word I'm sounding totally a guy. So I should be gracious to, to be a part of this person's. Uh, rise to stardom and I try and say it in the most kind way that nigga I'm not over yet <laughs> like you want me to give you everything I got like you gonna do more with it like I've had guys like they talk to me in a way where it's like yo you understand I'm st- I still do I'm not just booking the show standing in the background with a pen and paper to write your name down no it is hard I think it's hard it's hard to hear and it's hard to tell people that they just need to practice more nobody believes that I mean, until I tell them how much I practice. Yeah. Until somebody realizes how is you got to take it serious no matter what you do in life. Whatever if you want to create something, whether if you want to do paintings, if you're going to try to even sell t-shirts with witty I mean, sayings I, on. I've them. been studying photography for 20 years. I've know? been studying comedy since I was probably I've been studying comedy grade. for longer than I've been studying photography probably. I mean, that's the thing is like speaking of the dual roots, you know, it's like I've been in that entertainment mindset and in the fine art mindset probably since I was like 12. You know, 90, I believe, was the year I wanted to be an artist. I can even show you the little stupid thing. Where is it at? Because I had, uh, I took a picture of what I wanted to be when I was a child. I think, yeah, I'm trying to remember when I stopped wanting to be a fireman. I drew that picture and it says in 91, I want to be a better drawer. Yep. I put artist, but the person put drawer. You see that? Oh, no, I didn't put artist. I put, I didn't know what to put yet. I know the word for it, but yes, I put drawer. You probably can't see that. I do remember, my, you know, I, I got to <laughs> blame my mom for this one because I do remember, because I was in art. All my, all my art teachers were like, even if he, I don't have the technical ability, that all my work was very expressive. Mm. I, yeah, I was telling somebody because there's two different photographers I know. You know one of them. You know of him, I should say. And I was saying how. Yeah, uh, I've like, fallen backwards into commercial work. Yeah, like I said, my one friend, he's more glamour, and you are trying to make pictures feel like something. Like, if you're doing something, it's like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Like, something, I'm like, 
you just took pictures. A friend would have waited till I was ready. He would he's, he would say he knows if he heard this. Like, all right, do that. But I've done stuff with him and he hasn't. So he would do that with somebody else. But when it comes to me, he wouldn't have treated it like you did. So it's just the difference in the feeling versus the look. Yeah. It would be this glamour. He would touch up things and stuff. It's like, I don't, nobody, I don't, we don't need that. Yeah. Not for this. Versus, yeah, that's, I'm, it looks real. It looks like it's enough. It's funny. I was, I was going through some old work earlier today and I was, uh, feels was, real. Well, and I, it was, it was like some cake, which is like when you shoot pretty girls, uh, it, we call it cake because it's, everyone eats it up. Um, mm. so that's the industry term. Uh, and I, th- and I, I think people think it's a disrespectful term cake, but I actually think it's more respectful because the photographers who shoot cake, cause there's creepy dudes who shoot n- pretty girls because they're trying to get in and, you know, yeah, and they leverage it. that's not cake. That's, no, that's creepy. Yeah. But if you're just a, uh, a person who shoots, if you're a good looking person taking a picture, you're making the picture look good. Or yeah. you're already pretty. And so. I was like, Oh man, I was like, remember this? It was like five years ago. And I was like, I sent her the photos and I was like, Oh, you remember this? And I sent her a couple and she's like, Oh, I look crazy. And I'm like, you know, it's funny. I like the ones that are goofy better than I like the ones that are quote unquote sexy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and she, and we, then we were just talking about that. And I was like, but it is funny. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm more interested in, in authenticity which is, I know, hashtag, like, authentic, but it's true. I get it. I want to keep it real. <laughs> We've got there. There's no way to not be cliche, and I think that's funny. That's why, you know, part of my artist statement recently was, uh, it, I'm trying to embrace the melodrama. You know, like, I'm a dramatic-ass bitch. I'm, like, real emotional. And there's no reason to try to push that away, because it makes the work fail. What do you mean? Like in my fine art, you know, a lot of my fine artwork is about identity and the exploration of like what it means to be a man. And Mm. especially in like this post whatever world, especially in the art world is very concerned with identity, you know? Mm. So it's the whole idea of like, okay, if you recognize that like masculinity is fucked up, that toxic masculinity is toxic behavior. I mean, it exists. So, and you say to yourself, I don't want to be a part of that, but then there's no real alternative. There's not a path to go to be non-toxic yeah. masculinity. That's why I kind of uh, disagree with the toxic. I mean, statement. there is toxic, there's toxicity out there. Yeah. But I don't think it's the, the masculinity part means it's more of their hand in hand. So a toxic woman is just trying to find her way. Like she's forgiven because it's feminine. So her acting like a damsel in distress to use you to play on your want to help her. She's that's toxic too. She's it is using toxic, you, but it's a different power. Structure. It's still toxic behavior. And people try and put it on masculinity instead of say dominant to be. Well, yes, but I'm just using the, I'm just using the, I know but that's why I fight that term. Cause I mean, I get where people hurt. People say things you're like, yeah, that's fucked up. Like racism. Yeah. If I scream, everything's racist though. That's how you start to sound without True. somebody saying, hey, man, everything isn't racist. Some things are person to person. Well, so, he's just a black person. But that's back a white to person. my work. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I mean, being in both worlds is hard. Yes. Because you be comic, you make fun of everything. Well, no, and that was the hard. So that was the that was the thing where I was like, OK, how do I exp- like who cares if white men are having an identity crisis? And I was that's and so I was and up. I was making that work, you know, in 2003. <laughs> And it's true. Like, it's a little funny. 
And the way I was being, I, I would get upset when people didn't take it seriously. And that actually hurt the work because it is a little funny. It is a little silly and for, and to resist and, and, and it, it makes better work. Like if you think, Oh, woe is me. Nobody's interested in, Oh, woe was me work. No, nope. not and, art. and not that's depends, not, depends, but yeah. But, and that's the issue. So it's like embrace the melodrama. It is a little ridiculous. Push the envelope, you know, instead of being defensive about your position, really explore it. And so that's why I'm like, well, I'm a emotional ass bitch, you know? Uh, so just be, like be in it, embrace the melodrama, make it over the top, you know, instead of being defensive, be over emotional, right? That's authenticity. Yeah. I think whenever you do something that's not because it's popular is real or cause you made a choice that was swayed by how you felt versus how people would, would make you feel. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to art, you have to care about how people look at this, which is a fucking weird thing to be where it's like express yourself for me. Well, it's it, you have to consider the audience, but you can't make work for the audience, and that is a difficult line. Oh, that's the, that actually is the line. That's yeah. when you find out how good you are versus commercial versus expressive. Like, if you're not going to change the world, you're going to be good at making these people like, but you won't reverse that. Like, people will like something, and you can make that for them, but you won't make something authentically, and they like that. They always mm-hmm. you just be copying what somebody yeah. else did. Was like that's not original thought. That's uh you regurgitating or carbon copy of a thought. And a lot of people they they that's commercial work. Like Nike and Apple don't have to change the wheel ever again. They made it. Yeah. But everybody else kind of imitates Nike and Apple's branding, which is they're not it's not their art, but to people in a way they art and marketing at this point <laughs> they've done some yeah uh, they've tied it in so closely well, it's hard. There's two you know. When you're considering the audience, you can either be making something that will make an audience feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And you can't really control how they feel. You can make work that elicits a feeling, but you can't control what that feeling is. And that is more in the artistic world. And when you're trying to sell something, mm, trying to make an audience feel a certain kind of way or try to appeal to a certain element of an audience's desires, that's commercial. That's the difference. Yeah. And then entertainment is in the middle. It's a little bit of both. That is a great way to explain them. Because when you do commercial, you don't create, but when you're in entertainment, you, you kind of create it to an extent. Like, if you don't, if you just change it enough, like, okay, you have another Britney Spears type, and now it's called whatever the hot girl is, but that bubblegum pop was the name of what we are. Everybody called it that. Yeah. The girl who, her song's popping now, but we're really going to forget it. It's like a nursery rhyme. You don't say, oh, man, that's my song. You know it, but it's not like it touched your soul. It's like, I mean, yeah, we know LMNOP. We all sang it like yeah. the, the kid. It's not a hit. <laughs> so, like, you make that. But, like, inclusion became a demographic. Mm-hmm. And people started reading. Like, people got, that's when you see people like the Pepsi ad that was a fucking <laughs> train wreck where it, they forgot that everything, like, they try to find trendy so much they thought that oppression was trendy. When they try to give a Pepsi in this time of protest for equality, not protest because we're mad because it was a misunderstanding. You, know, you thought Pepsi would have learned that lesson with that Bob Dole commercial too. Bro, they're know? never going to get it. Like, they're, but they're, that's they're always number two. That's Coke why. is not even like you don't even really think about buying a Coke, but you just know Coke is better. Yep. Like you're not really a fan of either one because they're both cola. Of yeah. All. Like who gives a, a shit? Yeah. It's like I don't love cola. Like guys who say that's my favorite drink. You kind of like you don't have real friends. <laughs> 
But <laughs> yeah, at least let you know. My, Mountain Dew people have a personality. Yeah, yeah. Mountain Dew people <laughs> have a thing. Iced tea people have a thing. Juice water people, they have their own thing. I'm a coffee motherfucker, you know. But when you say I like Pepsi, you like mm, you're it's you true. buy I anything. Have, I have a good friend who oh, and they buy any. They are a consumer. That's fine. I'm yeah. not shit on consumer, but I'm not a consumer, so I talk I mean, about them know, yeah. from the outside. He loves wrestling, you know. And you let that shit happen. Yeah. But like that's when art, creating art or creating anything, we can call it art. We, it's a creation. When you create it, it's just you got to get it to people. And I didn't like that inclusion went from being a voice to being a market. Yes. Or a demographic, I should say. Yeah. And that's when it, we, that's when it, we did it too fast with people. Mm-hmm. So when black got cool, you can laugh at it. But then they start making fun of gay men very fast. And they would sprinkle in gay women, but they never really could figure that joke out to say yeah. it enough. And then they went to Brown. So your Aziz, your uh, Penn, his last name, Cal. I think his first name is Cal. Cal Penn. Yeah, Cal Penn. I can say the last name for some reason. Uh, you got those guys who aren't the same, but they will play the same writer. Like uh, Hollywood Shuffle is a movie about Robert Townsend made about how white guys are writing these movies about black people. Mm-hmm. So the dark-skinned thug is always a thing. The light-skinned dude is always soft. Or he's... Uh, calm or he's like more of a house negro joke they put that out there that wasn't a joke shit we wrote yeah 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 they made colorism more of a thing because how they felt towards it and it became now the dark skinned dudes are tough and light skinned dudes are soft it's like yeah John you're pretty hard for a light skin yeah same complexion as Malcolm X it's crazy how that shit is you got color pictures like people thought everything was black and white I seen this shit I'm like yeah psychology wise psychologically that shit's amazing they made it black and white so you think it's old and you don't know if these dudes are my complexion Will Smith complexion. Barack, we're, we're just black. We're we're a couple. We're coffee cream black. A good cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when it became, let's just sell to them, not talk to them. You sell don't to want them, yeah. to actually have them involved in your company, no, but you no, want their money. You? Yeah. So you got everybody doing rainbow stuff, and I get offended. Like, you think these motherfuckers are gonna buy more of this yeah, shit this like month? The, more for you? black CEOs, more female drone pilots. Yeah, it's like, dude, you think that that person, that that demographic, is gonna be like, oh shit, like a gay dude who has a life. He's been a fucking adult up to this point. He's not going to the store and gonna be on the fence about buying some Pepsi because yeah. it's a rainbow. Ooh, rainbow Pepsi. Yeah, like yeah. how? Like, do you think these people are stupid? They're fucking here. They've been here. They didn't get transported yeah. in. They're just gay. They just like fucking what they like to fuck. Like, you like fucking women? Dude, can somebody just put a where is the tits co- on a... Where is the oh, Coca-Cola you know what? for... I just talked myself into it. Heterosexuals are stupid as fuck because we would buy some shit because tits are on it. That's true. I mean, well, gators are so much all the time. Oh, but good. that's how Spencer's gifts. Yeah, like they have a whole <laughs> store. Like, but there's no like that store is for just I see it because I'm a, I'm it's a for, stereotype it's for 15 year old boys and yeah. everyone who is still a 15 year old boy. But give dudes, give gay dudes. Like, don't think gay people just buy it because it's fucking rainbow color. Like if you put green, black, and red, like Apple try that shit with the Apple, new Apple color yeah. on some Black History and like a Tribe Called Quest. I'm like Tribe Called Quest. Oh, already did that. Oh man, give them their fucking respect. Don't try and tell me. Oh God, it is. It's Black History Month, so that means we're gonna have. All uh, oh, the man, corporate. Black, oh, streaming services now. They 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 make sure they they tell you get your quota at home. So yeah. if you're a white dude who don't give you, you don't have anything against black or white because you are in the middle of the country where you don't have that many black people. So you don't really care about the black stories. You're not racist. You just don't give. You also, cannot like, give a fuck. Like Luke Cage is. I I mean it's it's. I don't know if it's a black story. It's you know, <laughs> it's fucking Wolverine it's just the Marvel without claws. Universe, yeah, it's I'm Wolverine like, without claws. 
he got hands. He, he's yeah. he's just, he's bigger than Wolverine technically. You know what's but, hilarious? Uh, a show that is really good, but it's called The Expanse, and it's on Amazon. And there's like more than three people of color in it, so it's in the black stories. Like are they it's black, not, or are they just people of color? Because we're not. We, I'm telling you right now, we don't claim that. Like, you know, we're it's so it's, mad. The white uh, white it's, Republicans, it's futuristic sci-fi. So there's like a whole. So oh, because like if you look at Game of Thrones, because sci-fi is the most representation because. There's always in Vince the future. They got to. Well, and sci-fi, but sci-fi always has the most representation because it always exists in a place where that there's no more racism, <laughs> and so there's, that's why there's always like every color. Mm, like I, Shit's Creek. Before we get out of here, I'm sorry, but Shit's Creek. I I never thought about it. I've been watching during quarantine, like everybody mm. else. I think, <laughs> um, and I never really paid attention. Like, yeah, the character that Dan Levy plays is gay. But you don't really. It's he's gay, but he acts like that. Regard, like yeah, he's, still, he's just a person. Yeah, who he's just gay to too. Gay. Yeah, he's gay, but that's when he's with who he's dating. But all that other shit is him. Yeah, like the, the gay part. We're not even really gay. He's pansexual. But you don't, you got to watch the show to yeah, get that. Yeah. But you never really. They're in a country town, and that's never the reason why he's an asshole or yeah, he's strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's he's uh, pretentious, extremely. He's, uh, I'm not touching that. Like that type, he'll do that. And it's like, that's not just gay. He's also a rich kid. So yeah, yeah. back off. It's not like he's, he doesn't work. You want him to touch I know something? It's funny because I was thinking about this the other day, which is like a lot of people think I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because I'm particular. <laughs> I'm my girl's gay best friend. Like I'm, I'm, yeah. very, I'm the same way. I'm opinionated about shit. I know I'll speak on whatever. Oh yeah. I'm like, I, yeah, I I'll be care. like that sweater I, looks like garbage. I know it's like, it's like dressing well and washing yourself makes you a homo. <laughs> That's funny. And saying that sentence makes you not. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just like I. But I did. I don't like the red, black, and green. During I hate when they force uh, us to have to watch it. Like say I don't want to see a because we we don't have many black movies where it's not about a black man dying somewhere. Yeah, like it's it's never good. Like even they're not great black movies as far as the story. We always feel good. Like it's only like twenty eight of them I read as a list they made for Netflix. Yeah. Where it's like uh, 28 trauma-free love stories for black people. Where it's not uh, racism brought them together. Oh, yeah. There's a... Sashir Samita has a uh, a movie. I don't know if it's on Amazon or Netflix, but it's like... Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like... Tone Bale's her uh, best friend. It's very... Yeah. It's very... um, It's just a rom-com. Who's the dude who dates his stepdaughter? Married his stepdaughter. What's his name? He's a real big writer. He's Jewish too. Uh, uh, Woody Allen. Know him more. Yeah, like that should that should be the one that makes you know who he is. How dare you, sir? Yeah, Woody Allen. I couldn't <laughs> yeah, think of his yeah. name. But it's like a Woody Allen movie. Stepdaughter. Yeah, yeah. It's very slow, but it's the jokes are very much like you're just watching a movie. It's not boom, boom, boom. It's yeah, just yeah. here's a play that we put people in that could act, and it's it's this very slow rom com where it's not too dramatic. The sex scenes aren't gratuitous. They make out and they cut to the next scene. Yeah. And they're fixing their clothes. That's all you need. It's a great... It's just a It's just a movie. Yes. And it's not about her being black. Yeah. Or him being light-skinned or her being dark-skinned or her hair being natural. And none of that of the struggle of being black happens. It's just a person story with another person. Those are what we want to see. But people think that, you know, when you become a trend, now it's extra. Like... Dan Levy is like the Martin Lawrence of comedy for mm-hmm. his demographic. Because now it's like, okay, you can be this and not be anything. Like you can be him. Martin's girl made more than him. A lot of things that were really happening. Well, it's just like, a, or like um, living single. 
yeah, it's like, a black show, but it's not about blackness. Oh, and they're all successful, and they never yeah. got the man. Like only every once in a while, Khadija checks everybody, yeah. and a white man's included in that checking. Yeah, a black man gets checked too, because it's still the women doing it. Girlfriends, they kind of lay into more race because in the early two thousands, when that shit was the touching of the hair was tired. Like, yeah, they was tired of having to explain themselves for having weave. Like now, the weave is more common. So yeah, white girls get hair pieces too. Like it's not extensions. just yeah extension. They call it they call it what you want. It's the same thing, and it's just those type of fights. Yeah, with you know, but those voices get told. Black shows we cancel them. If a black show comes out and it's trash, it don't last long. If it's like if it makes us look bad as people, like minus Empire. But even Empire isn't about them. Blackness is used in it. Like yeah, we from the struggle. You know, I, but it's I don't, not. Cool I don't watch it. Empire, but Empire seemed to me one of those shows where it's like it's a reality show as a drama. You know, like it's based- it's dynasty for black people. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you have these oil tycoons. You don't think they're acting country or acting white. Yeah, there's yeah. So you give, you have a black. It's a soap opera. Yes, it's just that Daddy yeah. Warbucks and uh, what was it? who shot TJ or whatever who shot Jr. Jr. Same thing. Dallas. Oh, that was Dallas. Dynasty. I think that was Dallas. Okay, Dallas. It was Dallas. So Dallas and Empire, same show, just different occupation. Yeah, the family's goofy as fuck. So you see rich white kids doing it, which is happening on Dynasty right now on Netflix. Yeah, same goofy Gilmore girl, not Gilmore girl. What's the other one? Uh, OC. It's something girls, or is there their Upper West Side? Is it upper girls? Side. Yeah, I think it's just girls. No, no, that, they're not rich in that one. Oh yeah, you're right. It might be. It's not Gilmore girls, but it's something like that. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl, yeah. Gossip Girl is pretty much these rich kids who, this guy, they're in high school, but they're somehow fucking like adults, sleeping at each other's house, smoking cigarettes when they're stressed out. All these 25-year-olds acting like 18 and 19-year-olds. And it's like, yeah, they're all rich with daddy's money. They're like, yeah, we watch that, and we don't put black as their niggas or that, you know, they don't, we don't yeah. put that on it. Like, oh, that's a black person. Now, you see a British actor, it's a black guy. You know, but he's, oh, he's British. He supersedes. Usually, when you first see it, mentally, when you first see that guy with a British accent, he's not as black anymore. He's British. He's not any. There's no. You don't put it with really a backstory. Besides, oh, look, good for him for coming across the pond. He doesn't have the weight. Yeah, he don't. Slavery. He, on you him. take that off of him. You're like, That's oh, he's true. British. He ain't, he ain't. I'm gonna take that tension off. He's not black. Yeah, he's he's, he's black and he's British though. If you British describe him, Idris Elba's a black guy now because he's been accepted by America. But when you first heard he was British for those two a months, DJ, you know, so. yeah, like those first two months he was just getting on that bubble. Yo, you know, he, you know, Stringer Bell's British. Like that's what it was. Right, yeah, yeah. Then it went to Idris Alba is his name. Oh shit. Okay, my bad. I, my my fault, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> my fault, Russell Bell, Stringer Bell. Like, so like, oh okay. So that type of shit. But you know, you're British when you when you get out the war. Like, hey, it's like saying I'm not playing. If everybody having a water fight. And you got on your shirt and tell hey, well, no, no, my mama, I, I came out to hang out with him. I have no idea yeah, yeah. the fuck this is. Do not hit me. And out of respect, most of us was like, all right, man, don't hit him. With, don't throw no water on him. We don't want to get anybody in trouble. We're just getting them wet. <laughs> just my mama. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, well, my mom said, oh, because everybody respects my mom said. Yeah. Like, no matter what race, that's the one person that everybody, my mom said, I can't go. Uh, only a fucking piece of shit, horrible friend says sneak out. <laughs> Only cousin Will from the Fresh Prince was right. like, let's sneak out the house. Like, nobody says, fuck you to mom. Dad's always dumb in TV. Oh, yeah. We don't well, get represented. We're not represented fairly as straight men who have children who procreated. We don't get the respect. Who wants to watch that? 
You would think that's not entertaining. It's like when niggas stop hating, uh, when people start uh, start started hating the TV dad, and was like, straight men ain't gonna have shit soon. Like we gonna have to complain in quiet. Like <laughs> a white man, I don't feel bad for them, but I kind of. I don't know what you would Empathize. call it. Yeah. It's like, damn, man, you really can't have a bad day around somebody that's not white and straight and a man. Like, you only can talk to yourself. You can't complain to me anymore. <laughs> you can't. Oh, try to complain to a black woman. I don't even do that shit. I've made the mistake. Man, I complain to white men. They, they can't really do shit besides have to listen. That's why we're friends, John. Yeah, man. Like, hey, you can't say much back. You're Jewish, so you can, you can add your, you know, like you think you had it hard. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> like they bought and sold you. Guess what they did to us <laughs> in the 40s. It wasn't in the fucking 1840. It was night. I quit. You know, yeah, yeah. I have my argument. Where I'm like, yo, don't make it seem like it wasn't that bad. Nigga, it was the 40s. You fucking yeah. idiot. They have survivors who are still in the news. Yeah, <laughs> like we both had Plus, it the other up. part. The other part uh, that is just uh, just to button that up. Just is that fuck well, European Hit- white males. Hitler <laughs> learned all that shit from America. Like uh, oh. Hitler was like, well, th- America's really got this racism down. Oh, yeah. Like he copied it from America. Oh, because his segregation, his yeah. 1920s was now 1940s. Yeah. Ooh-wee. So he was like, hmm, hmm. Yeah. I like what they're doing. Yeah. Systematic. Uh-huh. Like, it's, yeah. He it's, said they, it's, uh, it's in the laws. Because if you look at uh, Tulsa. I'll just copy and paste this. It'll just change the color from to, to yellow. <laughs> I told a friend of mine, I said, you know that Tulsa happened about 20 years before the Holocaust. Wow. And I'm like, do you understand that? And I, oh, we have a white man in evil conversation. And said, that's what we're talking about. Like, that's who you're trying to reason with. They both did those things. Mm-hmm. Two different, but the same vein yeah. of... Planes and bombing, and we do it. Everyone to keep things in check. Like, yeah, nobody's good here. It's just that you want the poor people to feel like good matters. I mean, where do you think the word ghetto comes from? It's oh, you know, <laughs> I, I was with a compare and contrast of the two. Like how we both got it hard. We should stop, stop trying to act like it's the same pain. If I get raped and you get raped, we don't talk about how big his dick was. We don't say who got the most pumps off. Yeah, like we don't say where he come. Like, we don't even do that. We just like, man, damn, you got raped. Yeah, me too. It was a horrible experience. Yeah, it was. We don't got to say, but you ain't, did you have to suck his dick too with a gun in your fucking ear? <laughs> nope. See, no, nah, I got raped worse. Like, <laughs> like how many of them was it? Well, that's the, that's <laughs> the oppressor putting that oh, yeah, competition like, on us. Like, to keep us apart. You ain't even have it that bad. What are you talking about? How he mad at you? Did, I bet you didn't know this. I fed him yesterday. I see you ain't, I ain't fed you. How the fuck? That's your friend. He, ain't, he didn't give you any of that food I gave him. And that's what we had. Like, I mean, that's like a divide and conquer thing. Pimping is, is pretty much like pimping. That's why uh, the worst thing for the black community is a pimp. Like the black man, what he does with pimping is the worst. That's the worst we can get. We don't do slave trade. <laughs> we haven't got that angry. But it's like the muscle of women. How they only can, they don't have mercy yet. Because they don't fight that much. They don't have enough fight. So you know that whole scene where you see a dude holding this guy. Don't hit a man's over. He's down. Yeah, yeah. All right. Women? Oh, no. You better get me off her. They go. They got two speeds, off and on. Once it's on, I hope the batteries run out. Because okay, it's not going to stop. So that's just, you know, I hate that we have demographics and we got to sell it to them. So art is, everything's fucking trash. That's an artist statement. Everything's fucking trash? They take it, man. We The second you try and make some beautiful shit, they get, how much is it worth? Stay in the moment first. No, nobody, <laughs> it, if you're asking, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the day that I get what I'm owed. Because <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. That is a good one. What I'm worth, you know, I mean, I don't mean to say like, 
I'm owed. Everybody gets the friend rate, but I want wants to be off. I mean, because it's you're valid. still going off that system. I mean, yeah. in the beginning, you we all are until a stranger comes calling because that person who you looked out for looked out yeah, for yeah, you finally. Yeah. Like, I know a guy. Once you get that person, it's like, Actually, oh, okay. you know what? No, no. It happened last year. I did one gig that was uh, reasonably priced. Hmm. They still got a good deal for what they got. Oh yeah, but it was at least it was in the wheelhouse. Yeah, once you get once you get the rate that you know you want, that's when it's like okay. Yeah, I, mean, I get. I just need if I got five of those gigs a year, I'd be set. I, I get three and about, I'm, and I'm lucky to get one or two. And I it get was, uh, three a year usually. Favorite. I get three. I get two every quarter. And it's I'll still because I was cheaper than the other people in town. Oh, well, I got after we get done with this. I got. I'm gonna tell you how much I'm charging for something, and I'm like, yo, this it's all. Like there might be a staff. I'm gonna do all of this. Yeah, and. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. This has been a too long episode of the Rustin Project. It was a good one, though. I think it was. How, Jeremy, how long was that? Hour and a half? Yeah, pretty much exactly. Sweet. You can break it down to two parts. I know. Want. I was thinking, you know, it'd be good. We can segment it out. Yeah, uh, do two parts because I've realized content let's, long. Let's, is let's close slow. out the episode before we get too into Fine. Thank you for listening to The Rustin Project. Please follow us online at anchor.fm slash The Rustin Project. You can also find us now on YouTube at youtube.com slash brightboxmedia. Uh, and then you can check out John at uh, makeemlaughtv.com. This, this podcast is on there too. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, you've got goldenoxstudio.com. And goldenoxnetwork.com. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's right. Goldenox Network. March. March. This should be up. That should be up. Well, hell yeah. I mean, no one's going to listen to this part because it's at the very end. So... Uh, Go fuck yourself. (laughs) And good night.